Welcome to this week's episode of Let's Talk Business. I'm Mr. Clean, hosting with the Hitman. Hey, everybody. It's the Hitman here. We have a great show ahead. Sit down, have a burger. If you're vegan, have some fake sausages, fake chicken, and relax. Have a veggie burger. I don't believe in veggie burgers. I only believe <laughs> in the food. So all you people who are vegetarians, take the, take the fake chicken, have the chips, have your fake steaks, relax, enjoy the show, and enjoy the ride. There we go. So we'll kick off our ride with the WrestleMania predictions. WrestleMania's this weekend. Looking forward to it? I am, actually, yeah. Not, it's not the most I've ever looked forward to a WrestleMania, but it's still, it's still, still WrestleMania, and it's... Some good matches on there. That's actually one of our. We got some questions later from yeah. some of our followers, and that was actually one of the questions. So we'll, we'll get, yeah, we'll get to that later about what we look to at WrestleMania. Okay, you look, yeah. you looking forward to it? Indeed, I'm looking forward to Mr. Lashley versus Drew McIntyre. I'm looking forward to uh, Edge somehow winning his belt off Roman mm-hmm. and having Brian there. So is that, that going to be your prediction then, Edge? Edge wins the title somehow, but I, I just don't I, don't. I know he won't win it, but hey. Oh, so, <laughs> is it your prediction or is it not your prediction? All right, let's let's take it from the, let's take it from the, the top according to Wikipedia the the match listing for WrestleMania. So we've got night one. We got Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. Yeah. Where do, where do you sit on that one? Uh, do you care about this match? Yeah, not not massive, not uh, how unconvinced, how unconvinced. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, I like Bianca Belair. Sasha Banks is good. It, yeah. It's for the women's championship, so it's not a bad match. Well, I, I think lately she's she's looked very weak. Yeah, mm. you know, basically making her look like an idiot. Um, her not really playing to her her character, playing to her strengths. But to be honest, I think. See, I like to say that Bianca Belair is going to win. Mm. But it's a part of me that's saying Sasha, but I'm just going to say um, Bianca. Yeah. I say Bianca. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to go Bianca Belair as well. Mm. It should be a good match. Yeah. So it's, so whether it's built up that big, it's still, it's, it's still a big match. She's a Rumble winner versus Sasha. He's like a store of the division. Who's lost Champion. twice in that match, isn't it? She's, she's done what? They've both lost twice in tag team tag matches, isn't it? Oh yeah, the tag team. Oh, yeah, but I mean, as, as a singles match, it's mm-hmm. yeah, it's a reasonably big deal. Yeah, yeah, not not a bad representation for the women's championship. Yeah, yeah. I'm, well, I'm sure, I'm sure everyone can tell. I do like the fact that women's wrestling is now, I'll say, better air quotes better in terms of move wise and everything like that, but. I don't know. I just believe the feud to me could be a bit more better. You know, Sasha's made her look like an idiot. You know, she's looking yeah. at her like, oh, what have I done? Oh, oh you know, you've done it to me. It's like, eh. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I mean, that, that's not that's not enticed me like a real yeah. match because of the build. But the actual, like I said, the actual quality of the match would be good. Decent. Mm. And hopefully, yeah, might, might be a moment there when Bianca wins. If she wins. Yeah. All right, so that's that's that. We're on the same page with that one. Next is Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre. Oh, don't get me started with Lashley. I mean, what's happened with him? <laughs> but, you're, going, you know, you're going Drew, aren't you? 
Yeah. 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 And it, it, it's stupid because it, it just feels like you've given Lashley all this big push, you know, you know, big deal, you know. Well, essentially, what he's the first black WWE world champion, isn't it? In that case. No, Kofi before. Kofi before. Kofi. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Mm. Yeah, sorry. Lashley, yeah, because he's, he's from Barbados, isn't he? Yeah, no, he's from Barbados' parents, but yeah, no. In terms of Lashley, it's a big deal, the fact that, you know, the journey from coming to WWE, went to TNA, went elsewhere, did MMA, come back, was really good. They built, you know, Lashley and her business, and now, you know, we'll talk about it later. Mm. But before that, I just thought, already, the stumbling blocks are already there. Yeah. It's already there. So, yeah, I'll go, Drew. Go, Drew, yeah. So, same page again. Uh-oh. I'll Lashley, dude. Enjoy it while you can. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and the good thing is it's not an absolute lock, an absolute guarantee, so I'll be watching it with some sort of suspense. It does, yeah, most most likely it'll be true. Yeah. Next, we got Bad Bunny and Damien Priest versus The Miz Bad and John Morrison. Bad who? <laughs> Bad Rabbit. I know I know my boy Aaron out there. I'll, I'll call your name. I know he was drilling me about Bad Bunny's a big deal. I hmm. didn't know. I don't know who this guy is. Yes, I may not be into... No, there's not going to be another Mega Marvel music. It's my cue to step in and say, oh yeah, listen to all these albums. <laughs> and, then, and then there's the nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I may not be into all of today's music. However, come on. Bad Bunny wrestling? Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it's out there. Bad Bunny's going to win. There's a tag match now. I think that's, that's... At least it's not straight up Bad Bunny versus The Miz. That was originally scheduled. It's still going to win, though. <laughs> it's still going to win. Probably. Possibly, yeah. The, the team probably will win. You're going bad, Bunny and Damien. Yeah. Same. <laughs> what can you do? Someone's got to, someone's got to give here. Mm. All right. New Day versus AJ Styles and Omos. Mm. It's a tough one. I want AJ and Omos to win. Mm. But... Mm. Oh no, I feel like New Day could win, mm. but obviously they're giving us, you know, they're giving a lot of uh, push and a lot of spotlight on Omos. So I take it Omos and AJ will win. We match again. Again, Omos is me. Yeah, boy. No, we'll clash somewhere. Cesaro mm. versus Seth. Oh no, sorry, Braun, Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon. Pointless match. You get Braun the big idiot. He says, "Well, why they're picking on me?" <laughs> oh, you're picking on me. The guy's big, strong. You know, the guy can literally punch me in the face and knock him right out. But, oh, why are people like you pick on me? It's people like you, you do with me a certain way. Big, big for nothing. As I've always said, he's just big for nothing. But I'm going to say Braun win. So, yeah. Oh, big Same. for nothing will win. Same. I'm going with big for nothing as well. I can see some dumb move where, let's say, uh, Braun throws him off the cage into the, um, the announcement table. Oh, but then Shane will win. Or, oh yeah, I forgot. Oh yeah, still cage. Sorry. In that case, I can see Shane, let's say, hitting him, and he, he somehow falls off. So he does like a Mick Foley, but does like a back bump. Or something. He, he, he might charge the cage and bust it. <laughs> yeah. Shane moves and smash the cage and win. Well, who knows? It might be another um, Batista John Cena moment where obviously Batista's supposed to win, mm. but obviously him and John Cena win at the same time. So it could be a thing of where Braun's supposed to win, but he spares him. Accidentally catches Shane. Shane goes out. That was a, that, uh, that was a finish for Roman and Brock, wasn't it? In the cage. Yeah. Not too long ago. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll see. I'll see Big yeah, I'm going with him as well. Next on the list, we got Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. Uh, so the man's man, the man with no balls, the man who's got no gumption, the man who lets Baron Corbin end of days his wife to be instead of punch him in the face. He goes supposedly crazy with kendo sticks and um, what's it called? Uh, curb stumps to the head instead of throwing him around the ring and everything. That guy. That's the guy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to go Seth. This match, yeah, it'll, it'll be a good wrestling match, but it's one of those matches I don't care about. So it's just like, ah, Seth. Yeah. Same, unfortunately. I'd like to see Cesaro win, but I've, I've got a feeling it's Seth. Mm. And then last one for night one is a tag team turmoil match. We've got Lana and Naomi versus Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose versus the Riot Squad versus Natalia and Tamina. <laughs> Oh, what a great match. Mm. <laughs> well, hey. I'm going to go with Lana and Naomi to win the match. Because obviously, yeah. Lana's obviously had the spotlight for quite a while with um, Nia Jax. Obviously, she beat her in a match. Mm-hmm. But uh, I feel like they're going to reward her with the tag belts with Naomi. And obviously, they love Naomi anyway. So, yeah. I'm going to go for Natalia and Tamina. See, I did want to go for Natalia, obviously, with mm. the heart. The Heart Foundation, so the Heart Family Connection. But it's one of those things now, obviously, I'm thinking more as just a wrestler than just a fan anymore. Because mm. we, we know better. Mandy yeah. Rose, right squad. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I bet I better be one of them to win now. <laughs> like that's oh, the yeah. only one, that's the only one we're actually gonna dip on for night one. Yeah. And it'd probably be yeah. one of the other two teams that we didn't pick. Well, who, who did you go for with Seth and Cesaro? Seth. Uh. Yeah, we're okay. we're completely we're completely on in sync up until up until the tag team turmoil. So we'll go to night two. Hmm? No, don't, ch- don't change it. Just no. yeah, don't change it. Just because <laughs> you might end up <laughs> backfiring. Well, you want to yeah. change any results? No, 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 no. Nah, no. I would, I wouldn't do. All right, so we're, we're on to night two. Yeah. So you have got Roman Reigns versus Edge versus Daniel Bryan. This is a tricky one. Mm. Mm. Yeah, great. I, I could see I could see either any of them winning, all three of them. I'm I'm gonna go up edge. Yeah, go up edge. You got an edge. Yeah, I, for some reason I just think that Edge would win the belt, drop it to Daniel Bryan, mm. at you, and then Bryan basically drops it back to Roman. Yeah, I don't know. I, I yeah, I could definitely see any of them. I'm gonna go for Roman. Okay, but, but I could see any of them, any all, all of them winning. Like all of them will go good shot. But then what about what about Edge then? What about the whole, like I said, the whole storyline? He came back, claimed he wants to win this, you know, win the belt that he never lost. Mm-hmm. Even though he's never won it before. That's kind of uh, been, yeah, the feel good story's kind of been forgotten now, isn't it? It's become a Daniel yeah, Bryan story. Yeah, it's it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. And personally, I still don't think he's even. I don't think he's nowhere near as popular as he was before. Nowhere near it. Mm-hmm. I think basically, if the crowd was there, I don't think he'd be getting all this love and adulation that the you know the fake pipe is, is doing. Again, they like nah, him. I don't, I don't know. I think, I, I think it probably still would. If they, once they interject him into it, it's like people, it's, it's, there's something compelling about him. Can't, can't help but get behind his story. Yeah, for me personally, I, I can see it as well. Because I, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, you do get you're very yeah. sort of into into his story. I'm. I, I, 
to be honest, I, I, I don't know. I think at WrestleMania, we'll basically see how the crowd really feels. And I bet you he doesn't get nowhere near the adulation that Edge gets. You watch. Yeah? You think you Edge get cheered at him? Yeah, I, you watch. I reckon he would. All right. Well, what are you going to sh- shave? <laughs> You're really well, I'm really going to shave my head, so I don't, I don't know what else I can shave. <laughs> Not go there. Mm. All right. So, so we're, we're on opposite sides there. Yeah. Then we got Asuka versus Rhea Ripley. I couldn't care less. Nah, I'm joking. Uh, I want Asuka to ask us Asuka. Is it Asuka? Asuka. It's Asuka. Okay. I want Asuka to win. But yeah, I know better. I know Rhea Ripley's going to win anyway. So I'll say her. Rhea. Same. Rhea. Both on Rhea Ripley. Yeah. Okay. The Fiend versus Randy Orton. What, uh, Alexa Bliss as The Fiend or? No, The Fiend Fiend. Bray Wyatt as The Fiend. I'm taking the piss. I'm basically saying about how, you know. <laughs> he thinks going to be a rematch from Parcelling. Yeah. But this time he really does beat it down. Instead of sitting on his, on his chest and making his wife go crazy. <laughs> uh, see... I feel the fiend's gonna win. Mm-hmm. It, it, it looks like it's gonna win, but I'll go over water just in case. Go okay, water. I'm gonna go fiend. Cool, that's fine. Shall we? Mm. All right. Uh, Big E versus Apollo Cruz in a Nigerian drum fight. Apollo Cruz definitely win this one. <laughs> There's a. Uh, I have no doubt that he's gonna win this one. You know, yeah. he lost that fast lane. I think personally, they was basically saving it for WrestleMania. Mm. Not just yeah. for WrestleMania for what it is. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll pick Apollo as well. Yeah, Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. Oh, I couldn't care less. Oh, I, I, I know people. People are going to say, "Oh, where's Kevin Owens?" You know, you're supposed to like rest. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Again, I, I was never a great fan of these guys anyway. When they were in Ring of Honor or you know doing their stuff before, mm. I've come to approve them. But uh, I don't know. Well, Sami Zayn's got what Logan Paul, so yeah. Uh, 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 Sami Zayn. Oh, even, yeah. I think I reckon this, this one will probably do me in. To be fair, but yeah, because I'm going, I'm going KO. Yeah, I, to be fair, I think KO's going to win, but it's one of those things where, uh, well, you're, you're yeah. looking for the out left field one. Yeah, mm. go Sami Zayn. Why not? In a day. I think this match and the theme match will probably make me lose at, at this point. So, <laughs> you never know. I mean, that's the thing. A lot of them are sort of predictable, like what you'd expect. And there's, there's going to be some stuff out of left field. Oh, you know, like you'd expect the theme to, to beat Orton this time. You never know. Orton could do it again. True. So, yeah, you might, you know, sometimes it's good to go for the out of left field. Yeah, you because know, they're not going to just keep the standard booking of everybody like conquers, all the baby faces conquer and that kind of thing. No, they're gonna throw you off a little bit. Yeah, you might you might catch one. Mm. Then we got Riddle defending the US Championship against Sheamus. Riddle, go and get some shoes because you you you're, you're gonna lose me. <laughs> you're gonna lose. Go put some shoes. Go and, go and buy some proper gear. Go to the gym. You know, improve your your pecs, improving improving your trapezius, your biceps. Because mate, Sheamus basically will kick your head into oblivion. I reckon he's gonna win. Yeah, you're going to Seamus. 
Yeah. Go Seamus. You? Seamus. Ah, <laughs> uh, go with him. Go with him. Go with him. No, I can't. I, I mean, it might do. It might do, but I, I think. Okay, and what's the last match? Last match is Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler versus the tag team turmoil winners. So whoever wins that tag team turmoil the night before, challenges so Nia. So, uh, well, I've I've picked it to be Tamina and Natalia. So you think what? So yeah, I'll pick Natalia and Tamina to win the tag belt. I go Lana Naomi. All right. So basically, <laughs> if neither of our teams go through, then we 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 get a zilch that result. No hmm. challenges. We're no. picking the we're both picking the challenges. Okay. No. So wait. But if if ours don't go through, if even if even if uh, Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke win the tag team turmoil and they win the tag team championship, we didn't pick them. Okay. Well, in that case, I'll go for the tag team turmoil winners. I'll go for them. Uh, no, you can't just you can't just pick it as <laughs> you're just yeah. trying to use the term the Wikipedia term tag team turmoil. No, yeah. you can't you can't just pick the winners. You got to pick who is the winner first. Yeah. You got to have the winner. Mm. So, yeah. Oh, fine, I'll stand by. No, yeah, no, you stand no. by. It's going to be Lana and Naomi, and then they're going to actually win the tag title as well. Yep. There we go. That's yep. right. Yep. So we got to stand, but we got to stand by our challenges. Fair enough. Cool. There we go. So we, yeah, we got our, we got our result, our predictions set in stone. If anything changes over the weekend, then me and you will privately confirm them. Let's can I see. put? Can I add a little stipulation? Mm, you can you can suggest one. <laughs> I don't know if I'll agree to it. But no, I'll say I'm gonna add a stipulation and say if this person comes, I want an extra point for it. You don't get extra point, but we'll, I'll, I'll give you a, I'll give you a round of I'll give you a round of applause on the podcast. No, if that if this person comes, I want an extra point. But if he doesn't come, then I don't get a point for it. Nah. Uh, who, who, what's your what's your person that's gonna come? Brock Lesnar? You can do it yourself if you want. Nah, that's you're right. good. Okay, fine. I'm called I'm basically gonna call for Brock Lesnar to come mm-hmm. and uh, uh, hmm, hold on, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna put down that Brock Lesnar will come and ruin Drew McIntyre's moment. So he will do, you know, you have the whole fireworks, uh, confetti, everything. Brock Lesnar comes, F five, boom, and walks out. Okay. That's my that's my extra point. If he doesn't, if he doesn't come, that, that, that earns you a round of applause. Yeah. Okay. No, no, I say extra point. Mm-mm. Extra point. Personally, I'll say extra point. If again, no. you, you can make a prediction if you want to, but no, nah. no, no, no. We don't. We don't count. We've never counted these bonus points that you <laughs> you try to you try to wangle. We do it from now because in the day, yeah. that's the whole point of making a prediction. I'm predicting that he's going to come, and if he comes, I don't want no lousy round of applause. Round of applause. I'm not no work or some PG fan. I'm a man. I'm a real man. You know, I want rewards for it. So the reward is extra point. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, rejected. Anyone who listens, because again, who are you to decide what if we get a point or not? Put it because out it's, because it's our agreement. Put it out to the fans. Say, look, should Gabriel or nah. should we both get extra point? An extra point if we make a prediction, it happens. Nah. Oh, you know, okay. Put it this way: if it happens, I get mm-hmm. a point. If it doesn't, happen, <laughs> you don't get a point. You can <laughs> yeah. take a point. I'm not. I'm not doing points. On them. No. I hear what you're saying. If it happens, I get the point. If it doesn't happen, you can take away a point. What, what if Brock Lesnar showed up and didn't spoil Drew's moment? 
then take away point. Well, if he just if he just appeared, didn't actually beat him up. Well, the thing is, I said that he would appear in it. So the main thing is that See, he would appear. that's where it gets messy. So let's leave it. No, no. <laughs> yeah. If he appears, okay. If he appears, give him a point. If he doesn't appear, take away a point. So regardless of what happens in the match, I lose a point. Yeah. Nah, you get a round of applause. That's that's all I'm offering. Which a wimp. Okay, back on. <laughs> Moving on. Even Rocky Dogs look at you. He's looking at me, thinking, "What a wimp." But yeah, go on. That's That's our predictions for WrestleMania. So yeah, might as well go to uh, go to our question from Stefan Stefan Bennett on Facebook. Yeah, he asked us two questions. So the first, for one, is related to WrestleMania. He says, "Are you looking forward to WrestleMania? And if so, which matches especially?" Do you want to go first? Yeah, um, I, I am looking forward to WrestleMania. I think the, the match I'm most looking forward to will be the triple threat, Roman versus Edge versus Daniel Bryan. That's the, that's the one that really sort of starts. I think there's a few matches on there that would be good. I think that's the only one that really feels a big spark for me. It'd be mm. interesting to see what they do with The Fiend and Randy Orton. It doesn't sound like it's going to be a Firefly Funhouse match, which, mm. which would have been odd, but probably entertaining. So... Yeah, I'll be honest. I'm looking forward to it, but not as in like, oh, all of these must-see matches for me. The, the only one that really sort of stands out, like I, I know that's going to be a good match and could go either way, is the Edge versus Roman versus Daniel Bryan. Me. Mm. Okay. How about you? For me, I would say, I would have said, I would have said the Edge and Roman match. However, get Daniel Bryan. However, Daniel Bryan for me ruined it. So, <laughs> okay. Ruined it. So now I'm going with Lashley and Drew. Okay. And like, you've seen it before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm looking forward to that one as well, actually. Yeah. I should say that. That's still, that'd be a good one. So, yeah. The two, the two big champions. Actually, yeah. For me. We, we, we've, we've seen it before. Again, people like to pretend like, oh, it never happened before. What, you know, Lana was there and everything. And MVP obviously was there as well, interference. But, um, it's one of those things I'm kind of hoping that Lashley wins. I'm hoping he just wins. Hmm. But then, at the same time, it's like, well, if he does win, then it's great because, again, he goes to fight Brock. But then if he doesn't win, it's like, okay, I've already seen Drew versus Brock already and I'm not, I'm not interested. Personally, I'm not interested because, obviously, he had the match last year at WrestleMania and it was so short, which was great. Again, it was short, impactful, it was great. But it's like, well, next time will be like, what, a 20, 30-minute, you know, it will be a sorry. It will be a 20, 30 minute match where it will be back and forth and everything. But I still know Drew's going to win. Mm. Whereas Lashley and Brock Lesnar, we've never seen that, and we need to, we need to see that really. So yeah, yeah. Mm. I'll say Lashley and, and Drew McIntyre. So yeah, so that, that's the match you're most and you're looking forward to the Roman Edge Daniel Bryan one as well. No, I can't care less now because you can't care now. They killed it for you. Ah, oh, yeah. I've got I've got two matches I'm really interested in. Massively. Okay. My next match I'm looking forward to would be Mr. Riddle versus Sheamus. Okay. <laughs> Just because obviously Sheamus will beat this guy up, mm. boot him in his head when he gets power. So, yeah. Fair enough. Okay. And Stefan had another question, which is related to me and you as wrestlers, not as fans. Okay. He said, Do you guys find it more fun being heels or babyface? Oof. Gosh. For me, I find it great to be a heel. Because I can just be myself. Mm-hmm. I can antagonize people. I love to do. I love to antagonize 
women, children, old people, men, getting their faces. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just because, especially in today's era of the hill, I feel that we're able to dictate essentially what we want to do, but also we get to go against the grain. Because mm. to me, I'm, okay, I'm trying to, I'm trying to be, but you know, I'll be myself. I'll, I'll be real. Today's version of a heel is basically like a baby face. It's very, it's the same. There's, you know, there's a very, the, 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 the fine line isn't really, is, is, isn't really there. Whereas, you know me, Anton, I like to be the heel from the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, to a mm. point. The only, the only Anderson one, where I want this to be so bad that you can try and attempt to stab me. Yeah, mm. What about yourself? Yeah, I think by itself, I mean, I, I like being a babyface as well. I do enjoy that. I think it is, it is it's nice when you come out and people actually like cheering for you and that, that interaction, like you could do an interaction as a hill, but that interaction where people actually want to see you win or you come in, you know, you take people's hands, that kind of thing. I, I do actually enjoy that. But when you, when you use, say, what's more fun, you can always have more fun as a, as a bad guy because you can, you can be more creative. Like, like I said, a baby face generally has to get beaten up. <laughs> that's that's your that's, that's you in the match. You just have to, you know, you be straight laced. I know what you say, like whether like a heel is the baby face, but I think that's more for like you know for the WWE for the American wrestling. I mean, the shows that we typically work, it yeah. still still does feel very much like traditional. Like you can obviously you can have an edge, yeah, good, but you can also just be a straight laced guy that interacts with the crowd and they like you. You got a charisma, if you've got something to offer. So when you, you're kind of still following that traditional babyface, it, it depends what you are. I do feel like as the business, we're a little bit more. Yeah, we got a little bit of an edge to us when we're babyfaces still. Matt of our bats, you know, like kind of. I think it's, yeah. Hmm? I was gonna say I think we're more kick-ass babyfaces. Yeah, I think there's yeah, there's more of a tough guy. Like we're not uh, get beaten up, but there's a little bit more of an edge. It's a little bit more of a yeah, we're. We're going to do some damage. We're not victims. I think, I think it's heels. Well, basically, as the W coin, we're just degenerate as heels. Well, I know I am for sure. So, yeah, as, as heels, I mean, that's the thing. You can do, you, you can be more elaborate with what you do in the match. You can have a little bit more, yeah, creativity. You can, you'd be entertaining. Oh, yeah. More like you could do, you, yeah, I know, especially for me, like when I, when I first started doing it, like wrestling as a heel, like I did, because I'm small as well, like I'd use the, I'd be very, Weasley, mm. and just yeah, like just keep your eyes. So I had fun with that, you know. I mean, you can be, you can. I've, I think as a hill, I'm, I'm typically would be more co comedic as a hill, yeah. but not, not when I team with you. Generally, as the business, I'm not so much comedy. No, definitely. Like when I did Mean and Green with Dom Taylor, we yeah. were very much like it was, a, it was a comedy team. We did like loads of silly stuff. But with you, I think there's even as a hill, there's a bit more of an edge. We're a bit more meaner. Because obviously, yeah, no. yeah, I think it just your your attitude just rubs off on me. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I have to be a bit more serious. I'm not again blessed, Dom. I think Dom Taylor, you know, he, I like his character, but I'm not a silly ha ha ha, you know, bad guy. Mm. You know, I'm I'm more like a dick. I'm more someone who's like you know, I'm that kind of also bad guy. It's like I'm not really a nice person, but also it's like you know, like I said, go in your face. That basically now it's like if I could, I'll basically now spit on fans if I could and run away. If I could, you mean and run away. <laughs> it's a big, and run. Big big game. Yeah. And run. Yeah. Act yeah. Yeah. 
like this. I step into your face, I spit on you, I go to the ring. Mm. If you come into the ring, then I beat you up. That's how it goes, on it? Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, I think I do enjoy it. Genuine, genuinely enjoy doing both. But I think, yeah, it's sandwiches more fun. Being here was a little bit more fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Any other questions? Yeah, we've got some more questions. We've got from Alex Gilbert. Yeah. One of his questions is our opinions on six-sided rings. Uh, well, I think for me, I think, well, the first one I did, I started in was obviously the normal four-sided. Mm. But I, with the six-sided, I found it to be a bit stiffer. And it was a bit stiffer. Yeah. More for, but I think as time went on, you just kind of get used to it. But I know, I know in the long run, body-wise, it's not really good. Because there's no real give when you think about it. There's no real give. Do you, so, think, do you think that's because of the, the the nature of how it's built? Or do you think that was just specifically... Because I, I get you're referring to the ring that we used to wrestle in, like for R&V shows mostly. Yeah. Whereas every month we were in a sided ring. And that was hard. <laughs> but I don't know if that's like... That's the only six-sided ring I ever wrestled in. Yeah. So I don't know if it's just it wasn't as padded or... Yeah, well, like, I don't, I think... it, it was quite bare bones, that one. I do remember, because lots of people used to say to me, at the time I was helping out, like booking with R&D, and yeah. when I would be, you know, asking somebody about a match, it's be like, what ring are we using? <laughs> no, that's, that's, yeah, it's a six-sided ring. Oh, okay. They'd be a bit worried about that one. I mean, it wasn't dangerous, but it just, like you say, you, you felt the bumps a lot more on them. It didn't seem wow. to have much give. Hmm. Well, yeah. I, I remember listening to, I think it was AJ Styles, I think it was Christian and AJ. Sorry, AJ Styles, Christian and Sting. Hmm. And I, they kind of talked about the six-sided. And I think they were saying about how it was okay, but I think, like you said, even it's like the the padding wasn't so great, and that's like TNA. Yeah, I mean, it you could mean? be the construction of it because obviously there needs to be some give. Just with the four sided, you got it's built a certain way, isn't it? I, I don't yeah. know the mechanics of it personally. I've never looked into it. I mean, just I I can only go from the one that that we wrestled in, and I, and I got used to that one. I adapted to it, and it's like uh, fine. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't like I, I have you probably wrestled in the kickboxing ring as well. Oh gosh, that was oh, I, I have wrestled in the kickboxing ring and that's Ooh. that's a that's another next level. The six-sided ring we used wasn't anything like that. Dangerous no. of wrestling in the kickboxing ring. That it still I had think, give. I think in the kickboxing slash boxing ring, there's no give. So if you're bumping no. on that, it, it's like concrete. <laughs> I, I got Jack Abner then. Yeah, I remember that. It was a guy called Johnny Midnight. It was a it was a show we did in in Leeds, in Yorkshire, yeah. and it was it, the guy that they called it the Ultimate Fighting Organization or something like that. UFO. It was like a two night event in the Corn Exchange in Leeds, and this okay. guy wanted it to be more like a serious like MMA style show, it's wrestling, but it's kind of he changed the rules. It's like a pin was a two count rather than a three. Okay, well, and you could only win like so you could be, win by pin, submission, or knockout. But the pin was two, it was a two count. It wasn't a free. And he just wanted it to be more of a serious type. Yeah, like a no, yeah, don't work the crowd, just do fighting almost. Yeah. And I remember a, a guy's backstage like, oh my gosh, that's a bit. So we were we were a bit dubious about it. But I yeah, I ended up sort of taking big bumps in there. Like I had faith in the guy I worked with a pile driver as well off uh, Jackson. But it was, yeah, I was a little bit I thought, yeah, okay, just go with it. And it, it hurt, but <laughs> I survived. It was a two-night show. So one that first night was a tag match. And I, yeah. I got I got jacked. 
And then the night after, I took the pile driver. Some other moves in there as well, but they were the big, big bumps. But yeah, yeah definitely felt them. Was you winded? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you definitely felt the impact more than you do. I mean, you obviously you're you're going to get winded. Then. Even when we say about padding, like a, a normal wrestling ring, still you still feel it. But obviously oh, cool. you become accustomed to it, and there is a little bit of give, and there is some padding. It's, no, it doesn't make the bumps like soft. No, you, you brace yourself and you take the impact. But on a kickboxing ring, like oh yeah, <laughs> when you come down, like it's like training in um, when you used to train in in wrestling school. Some of those mats, like the judo mats. They didn't have oh. that much, yeah. There weren't that much protection. I remember taking like running power slams on them and stuff like that. Like, you did, yeah. You did like feel it more. Like you're taking your break falls and stuff like that. So, like, you will wind yourself. Just keep, yeah. You, yeah, you have to brace yourself and just take it. And yeah, I definitely, I definitely felt it. I think the jackhammer was probably the finish. <laughs> so at least the like, um, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I mean, it's, it is a little bit crazy. Sometimes you take that sort of mindset, like, okay, just get through it. Yeah, like I will deal with whatever happens to me after, like. At least I know I haven't got to continue yeah. after <laughs> after that match. Sure. Like carry on wrestling. Yeah. Like if, yeah, if the bump goes bad or whatever, it's like not a good mindset. Yeah. That's how you are when you're young. You think okay, like yeah, throw myself into it, and yeah, like if, if I'm hurt afterwards, at least like the match. So that was I saved the big bump for the end, like the big killer bump. I hope they compensated you very well for that, mate. Uh, it was all right. It was the best. Yeah, I mean it wasn't. Great pay, but it was actually at that time it was the best pay that I'd had. It was a two night okay. show. They put us up in a hotel as well. That was the weekend of WrestleMania 20. So I remember oh. sitting in the hotel and watching it with Sammy Ray. He had a hotel room okay. and it's like, yeah, they, they had Sky. That Sky's, I don't know if it was on normal Sky Sports. I don't think they paid for a box office. We watched WrestleMania 20 live in the hotel. And then the next day we had the, so I think it must have been like on a Sunday and a Monday that we yeah. were wrestling. And we did, yeah, the, the next day we did a, did the show. But during the day, you had to sort of kill time. We did a little bit of a piece. They wanted to film a little bit, something for local BBC. Okay. Well, I mean, what was it, what was it that, BBC Yorkshire? Yeah, must, yeah. I never I never saw the piece, but I remember that they had the crew there and they were looking for people that wanted to, like that they wanted to film and nobody wanted to do it. Most, <laughs> or people weren't around and and Sammy like negotiated us a little bit for fee <laughs> that we'll do it but you need to pay us. So we got an extra pay to do the BBC. I mean, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't massive. We got a little bit extra for us and we did a, you just like a few, few moves for them to film in the ring. Did you get any fruit and basket, any uh, <laughs> cookies and milk, any mm-hmm. friends? I think there might have actually been, there might have actually been fruit and water in that one. <laughs> I think, I think, that, yeah, I think there was, there was some sort of that particular one. The guy, I mean, was the it, thing, it was his first, it was his first like foray into, into promoting. He never did uh, it again, <laughs> but it was like, yeah, I, feel, I guess, yeah, he wanted to put on a good impression. It was, it was well, that's the thing. I mean, it was a well put together in that sense. Like, yeah, it felt, it felt big. It wasn't a massive amount. Okay. And, yeah, obviously, I lost a lot of money on it. So he used a lot of like pretty established British workers at the time. I think Hayden Hay Benson was on there. Oh, wow. Okay. And yeah, quite a few like the, yeah, not the biggest. Andy um, Boy Simmons, okay. No, I think Sticks was there. Okay. Sticks. Yeah. yeah, it was a few, like a lot of the guys that did like RBW, Revolution British Wrestling around that time. Yeah. But they, yeah, they would work for the FWA as well. But it was a few, yeah, it was a few like pretty good for the, for the time. I mean, it was, didn't have Doug Williams or the absolute top names in British wrestling, but some, 
fairly decent names there. Okay, yeah. Hmm. Actually, Andy might have been there. Yeah, I can't remember for sure. I definitely remember Sticks and Hayden Manson. I can't remember the full card, but yeah, he, he could have been. He may have been on there. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, so that's yeah, that wasn't a six-sided ring, that was a four-sided, but it was a kickboxing one. So would you do you like it or not really? Um so I mean I did let's say I adapted to the six-sided ring to work in it, so I was fine with it. Like I didn't think of it as any other type of ring. You just have to adjust a little bit just in terms of like, you know, going to the top rope and stuff. And I was never a high flyer, so <laughs> it wasn't a big <laughs> transition for me. Um yeah. yeah, I mean as as a fan, you'd probably more so because you watched a lot of TNA. Yeah, that was their bread and butter. But for me, like, yeah, just because it's what I was used to, it's the tra- traditional. So I always preferred a four-sided. I didn't, but yeah, yeah I didn't. I didn't mind. I know Hulk Hogan changed it to a four-sided. I oh, hated it. Didn't hmm. I said, did, he hated it. Didn't he he? hated it. Yeah, six-sided. I, mean, I, I didn't mind. I didn't watch a lot of TNA, but I did see some in the six-sided, and it was fine for me. But mm. what, what did you? What did you think of it as a fan? Uh, I think it looked different. Mm. I really did different. But I remember seeing it in AAA. Is it 2001, I think it was? Mm. So I remember there was a program on Sky. On Sky, probably what it was. It was like a wrestling channel or something. Yeah. And saw like AAA in that. And I remember seeing it. Okay, yeah. I remember seeing it on AAA and CMLL. Mm. So I remember seeing it there. And I thought, okay, that's quite cool. And obviously when I saw it on TNA, I was like, wow, it's even better. But... To be honest, I don't expect WWE to be doing it. So, <laughs> mm, yeah. No, again, like I said, I I done you know boxing. You know, I did uh, amateur wrestling as well beforehand. So for me, I'd, obviously, I'd learned how to fall on, as you want to say, hard mats and the floor and everything. So to me, it's like, yeah, once my adrenaline is going, you don't feel it. Mm. You know, once the adrenaline is going, you don't really feel it. Yeah, always feel it, but it's like anything else. Like anything else, really. So, yeah, it was to me, it was okay. I thought it was mm. right, personally. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, you could, you were happy with either one, yeah, four sided or six sided, yeah. Mm. So, I think it was, I think my idea was okay, I need to be able to learn to work this ring because if TNA come calling, mm-hmm. <laughs> I need yeah, there you go. RV was yeah. getting you ready for TNA, <laughs> not TNA's, not TNA's <laughs> basically down it, basically dying isn't it, at this point. Yeah. Well, it's impact, not it. What's impact? Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So Alex's next question was: In your opinion, who is a wrestler, a team, or faction who should have made it big? What in the UK or just in general? I guess in general, probably yeah, probably more so um, WWE. But I don't know. Yeah, you could include a British wrestler. Uh, personally, I love Shane Douglas. I was a big fan of Shane Douglas. Yeah, and I really do think he should have. Again, people, people. Again, if people actually watched wrestling at the time, the Triple H you saw in '99, to me was Shane Douglas of '96, '97, '98. You know, so I think the Triple H basically copied a lot of that. You know, the look, the hair, mm. the cap, the jacket, the kind of the supposed attitude as well. Uh, personally, I think he should have been much bigger than what he was. I know people might say, oh, well, you know, Shane wasn't all that, but, you know, for what ECW was, he, I think he really brought himself up, you know, became a good first champion. You know, he was good. <clears throat> Apologize. He was good down the line, obviously, with Taz and with Sabu and Terry Funk and everything. And I think at least 
when he came to WWE in '99, he should at least got the WWE World Title at least. Mm. If you're gonna give it, if you're gonna get the gosh, Shane Douglas definitely. <laughs> you know, uh, as a tag team. Mm. Mm. Tag team, tag team. It's weird because I think most tag teams that I like were, were they were good anyway. Again, I like that. You know, I like the Hot Foundation. I didn't mind the Rockers and things like that. So it's like, eh. yeah, I think it's sort of yeah, a team that could have could have been bigger than because the, that's the thing. I mean, yeah, we in terms of big, like Shane Douglas still he's a pretty decent level. But yeah, you're thinking could have been a, a top WWE WWF. Or WCW yeah. star, and he mm. was he, he was big in ECW, wasn't he? But not, yeah, not so big in in the main promotions. I mean, he's still yeah, he's still remembered, but he's not. You think he could have gone further and could have been a world champion? Star. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, on that on that token, I'd say like for a tag team for me, oh, I, yeah. would, I would say like a team like Power and Glory. You know what? That's true. Actually. Yeah, I forgot about them because mm, I mean they were still they were still about a year. They were reasonably yeah. You know, Quite big, but they, I, I felt like they could have been tag team champions. It would, should have been the team that beat the Hart Foundation at WrestleMania 7. You know what? That's true. Too. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, for me, like I started watching just as they were put together after, like, I just started yeah. watching regularly after SummerSlam 1990, where they yeah. beat the Rockers and end up being a handicap with my genetic. And it's yeah. like, I didn't have the, I don't know, like for me, I didn't have the baggage of seeing Paul Romer as a jobber. Yeah. Hercules as well kind of became, uh, yeah, closing quotes jobber. But to me, it's like, yeah, I just saw them straight up as this, yeah, you know, the badass team. Like Roma was he was good. He was aggressive, like he was very athletic. Mm. Her, you know, so they had that combination of of the power and the speed and the technical. That was kind of great like they physique. were hmm? great physiques, man. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I mean, they were cool. They were cool. They come out with the, the, the shades and the yeah. They were they were a co- they were a good team. Like they were they worked well. They had the awesome tag team finish. My favorite tag team finisher of all time, Alplex. Oh yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, so it's like I, I think they were brilliant. Like they were awesome. Heart Foundation were my favorite tag team, but I mm. like Power and Glory as well. So I wouldn't have been disappointed. Power and Glory were the team to beat the Hearts as much as I would yeah. have was with the Nasty Boys. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I do think they could have been bigger than they were because they were only around for about just over a, about just over a year. Mm. And then they were just, yeah, they were squashed at WrestleMania by the Legion of Doom. And that was it for them. Like, they could have been the team to beat the Heart Foundation and maybe lose yeah. to the Legion of Doom and yeah. then still be a top tag team. But they kind of just disappeared then. True. Uh, yeah, faction, I, I kind of have to pass that one over to you because I can't really think of, uh, all, like, a lot of factions definitely feel like they could have been bigger and, like, longer lasting. Because I think that's that yeah. seems to be the thing with a lot of factions, though. Like, other than the NWO and Four Horse. You normally just got yeah. a brief, like, you know, like the Heart Foundation were for a brief time, but they were brilliant. They were big. Uh, yeah. Most, most, yeah, most factions were just kind of like short lived. They just seem to be formed for several months and then sort of shut down, like everyone breaks off. So, yeah, to me, I can't really think of one off the top of my head that feels like, okay, that, that didn't go anywhere, but could have. I, I could think of teams like, yeah, ones that should have been around longer and more carried on dominating, like sure. the Heart Foundation. Like oh, yeah. our foundation, like the, the alliance faction, mm. it was Anvil, Bulldog, Bulldog, Owen, Brian Pillman, and Brett. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was gonna say something. Um, I know people might mock it, but it's like you know, NWO 2000 with mm. Brett and Jeff and Kevin and Scott Stein and everything. 
Kind of. Again, I know it's like late it's like you know, it's like late nineteen ninety thousand, but yeah. You know. Yeah, I think yeah, I mean the NWO were at the peak when they first started. And that was that was an awesome they had an awesome run like the beginning. It did feel a bit dragged out towards the end and like rehashed. But they still, yeah, they still have some sort of reverence. They went, yeah, they, yeah, they went from like '96, as you say, about kind yeah. of '99, and then a brief attempt at resurgence, and then obviously yeah. 2002. So, I don't know. In terms of the teams, in, ter- in terms of factions, I think there's two factions to me, and you could say it's it's weird because people would say oh, I wasn't really a, a, a faction; it was more like a team. Mm. So I would say Rock and Sock Connection. Because when you really look at it, even though you could say, well, they were successful, well, okay, they won a couple of tag belts, which is obviously the best you can do as a tag team. Mm. But they didn't really have a significant, in my mind, significant ring. You know, they beat, what, Big Show and um, Taker for the belts. Mm. They would lose back to Big Show and Taker again. Yeah. Then did they beat, is it Hulk and Crush they beat? Or... Yeah, or the New Age Outlaws, or vice versa. Out- One of the two. Either they won it from them and then lost it to the other. Yeah, so, you know, it's like they, their reigns weren't really significant. I mean, their reigns weren't really significant. And it's like, okay, they were together for what, maybe what, a couple of months at most? And, people, you know, people class it as like, you know, one of the greatest Texans. I'm like, eh, why? Because they had, again, I love, you know, I didn't love, I really liked that, you know, is it This Is Your Life? I really liked it, but it was like, eh, okay. Mm. Apart from that, what did he really do? Yeah, I guess it was. Well, I mean, it's never really meant to be a proper tag team tag team, was it? It was too massive, like, especially The Rock, but even Mick Foley at that point was becoming a, a massive single star. So it's like two of the biggest single stars. Just for, It's kind of like Hogan and Savage, like the mega powers. Anymore. Yeah. But obviously that, yeah, you're not going to put them in regular tag matches in, in the tag team division long term. They're Why main. Not? Bread and butter because their bread and butter is the singles, isn't it? Yeah, you're not, you're not going to take away from the other tag teams, and it's like they've yeah. got other stuff to do. Do you want to hold all belts if you can? Oh no, yeah. From a from a cafe point of view, but I'm saying from a promotional point of view, they were never intended to be the no. like yeah, obviously because the mega power should be you expect them to dominate the tag team division as well, mm-hmm. like the way that they were booked, especially Hogan. Yeah, Hogan dominates any, anything, doesn't he? So. You'd expected yeah. the mega powers to beat demolition and then you know powers of pain and every other tag yeah. team, but obviously they're gonna focus on the singles division. Mm. So yeah, I would have put them in a similar bracket, like for that day and age, they were similar oh, they were superpower tag team of like two yeah. top singles wrestlers. Because I mean there's been loads of that. That's the thing. You know, like two man power trip, the Stone Cold oh, Triple H. Yeah. Um, yeah, and loads well, loads of other. Yeah, they're always kind of like short-term things because the bread and butter is going to be them in single stars. Yeah, but the power trip is, is what? By today's standard, the power trip is like what? One, one of the greatest tag teams of all time. When you think about it, they held, they held all the belts that they, that, you know, all the major belts, the tag team belts as well. What more we ask for? Well, yeah, you can, no, but then the singles doesn't count on your tag team resume, does it? It's how it many counts. tag No, because it's not a tag team. It's a tag team no, championship. Like, are, how good were you as an actual tag team? How many tag team matches did they have? How many did they win? How many belts tag- did they hold? How how good was the competition in tag team wrestling at that time? That that would be your argument to say whether they're one of the greatest tag teams, as great as single stars. Yeah. No, they were tag team champions. What? Uh, Austin was the WWF champion. Triple H was IC. 
Yeah, but that's not relevant to the tag team division. In theory, it it's not. In theory, you could have like the, the WWF champion and the IC champion are awesome as singles guys, but they're rubbish as a tag team together. So the, the good tag team champion, in theory, yeah, in a theory, a good tag team should be able to beat those two. Like you, maybe um, the singles, if you broke them up, the tag team up into singles, they wouldn't be able to beat Stone Cold or Triple H. As a tag team unit, they should be able to beat them because they're experienced and they've got their style down. But they beat what? Baker hmm. and Kane? They beat the yeah. Hardy Boys? Wasn't he? Uh... <laughs> there you go. So it's not. It's not like they beat. Uh... Like they run roughshod over the division. They did. I was well, they they did. dominant, but it's not like there was yeah. loads. It's not that like they beat every tag team that was out there, and yeah, they. They beat just incredible and Albert. They beat. Um... <laughs> <laughs> did, did that? First of all, did that even happen? And even so, does that matter? <laughs> it did. And now I remember Triple H and Stone Cold fighting. <laughs> Just incredible in Albert. Check it on YouTube. <laughs> All right, I'll do it after. Yo, party of fact, remember? I know, oh, I know they're a team, but I don't remember them facing Stone Cold and Triple H. Oh, I do. Okay, I do. All right. I don't heat, so yeah. fair enough. Well, I'll look it up. I'll give you a round of applause for that as well next week if if it's true. If so, if the uh, so the the team, the faction, sorry, mm. I would say the Alliance. The alliance were like the WCW and ECW. That to me was just, you know, when I heard it, I thought, wow, okay. Goldberg, Hogan, Kevin Nash, Sting, Ric Flair, you know, with uh, oh, no, was it RVD, Tommy Dreamer, you know, all these all these stars coming together. I know people might say, oh my gosh, like, you know, you're putting RVD and Tommy Dreamer with these guys. I was like, okay, the best of ECW with the best of WCW. Wow, against the WBF. Uh, you know, we didn't really get that. We got, again, I, lo- I-, I like DDP. I like Booker T, but I think you needed, you know, Goldberg, you need Sting, the Ric Flair, mm. the again hierarchy guys. Yeah, you know? and they never were part of the equation, were they? So really, the the faction was Booker T, DDP, Lance Storm, Mike Awesome, a few other guys thrown in, like a lot of guys thrown in, and but most of the think, guys were all like, in the WF anyway. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing. Do you think that that as a faction should have been a bigger, like, should have gone longer or <laughs> should have won? The what? WCW and ECW, uh, you know, alliance together should have been a big deal if they had the, you know. But yeah, I mean, the, really, is that really a faction? <laughs> In a sense, that's two promotions. That's a promotion. <laughs> yeah, I know. But... In theory, like, it's, it's the WCW, ECW alliance is, a, is two wrestling promotions coming together. True. But they were treated kind of like a faction, just a massive, yeah. bigger than the NWO <laughs> faction. Oh, God, yeah. But yeah, okay. So, yeah, so you'll put the alliance up there. Yeah, I, I think it should have been a, big, a bigger than what it was, for sure. Okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, another question from Alex was, as WrestleMania, which we, we did our bonus episode, WrestleMania memory. So we both said WrestleMania 8 was best WrestleMania for us. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, so yeah, number number eight for us. Then another yeah. thing, this this will get you going. Most annoying thing in wrestling right now. <laughs> <laughs> most annoying thing in wrestling. Hmm. The most annoying thing in wrestling for me is way too many moves, but no psychology behind it. Hmm. So, again, like most of us who watch wrestling, we enjoyed it as was growing up. 
but there was a level of psychology there. There was a pretty decent level of psychology, you know, in the late 80s, early 90s, mid 90s to a point. But I think when I watch wrestling now, again, I like the moves, don't get me wrong, but it's like these guys seem like they're superhuman compared to guys in the 80s and 90s. Superhuman. You know, you get power off the top rope, you get tombstone, you get jackhammered, and boom, you kick out too. Mm. You know, like you, like, you know, if Hogan, if Hogan could kick out, all right, if Hogan could take a, a jackhammer, but a spear and a jackhammer, he doesn't kick out. Why in the world are you kicking out? You know, guys are doing Canadian destroyers. I don't know. Uh, Kevin Owens finisher, Sammy Zayn finisher, Roman Reigns finisher. Boom, one, two, oh, kick out. It's like no, nothing means nothing. I know people might say, oh, you know, do you want to go back to the old days? But, uh, kind of, yeah. You want that illusion that, okay, any move can finish you. Mm. These days, it's like, well, again, people might say, oh, because you're in it, you know. It's like, well, yeah, but still, as a wrestler, I still want to have that suspension of disbelief. You know what? Ah, okay, any move can finish it. Mm. That's what it should be. Because, again, I think Al Snow talks about, you know, a transition move. It's like, well, you know, this is a transition move, a transition move, a transition move. Like, well, if it doesn't mean nothing, then why are you doing it? You know what I mean? It's like, if, it's like if, you're, if you're fighting somebody, if I'm going to, it's like, let's say me and you're fighting one-on-one, yeah? Mm. All right, boxing fight. If I'm just going to throw like a very light jab at you, knowing you're going to do nothing, why would I do that for? Oh. Mm. Well, it can be a setup, can't okay, You can say, okay, you know, I want to keep oh, it. Level. One, it'd be to, in boxing, it'd be yeah, it could be a setup, but it's like, Say again? I said for, for boxing, like a jab would help you get points more, even if they're the minor. If you keep getting a jab, you'll get, you're scoring more punches. And it also could be a, yeah, it could be a setup. Yeah. Well, again, like you say, anyone knows boxing, like you said it could be a setup, but let's say, in, let's say the whole fight I'm doing, it's like, it's a grudge match. We mm. both want to kill each other. And all I'm basically doing is like, just, Baby jabs, just baby jabs, baby jabs. I'm not going for a knockout, I'm not throwing a haymaker, I'm not doing nothing. So, what, what, what am I doing? Then? If, I, if, you, if I really want to kill you, you're, 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 you're using the Floyd Mayweather <laughs> approach. No, but it's, it's true. You, you, you don't want to kill him. You want to you wanna just stay out of the way, keep catching little, little shots, and then win my points. But again, like I said, if it's basically, all right, let's say it's like Marvin Hagler and Tommy Hearns, yeah? Mm. That, that one, remember the, the, you know, the killer one round? Yeah. These two hate each other. Mm. Bam, just back and forth, haymakers, knocks to the jaw, knocks just non-stop. If we hate each other, we're gonna go out there to kill each other. Not like jab, 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 hold you, jab. jab. Mm. Why? I know okay, it might be like a you know a winded answer, a very winded answer, but I just feel again, I think moves today are great, amazing, you know. But I just feel that everyone does so many moves. But no one doesn't sell. There's, there's no selling, and mm. get it, it feels like it just means nothing. So when you get people who don't watch wrestling watching, think, "How you get up from that?" Then I, oh, oh, it's fake. Oh, it's fake. It's fake. It's fake. You don't, you don't give people, um, you know, suspension of disbelief. Mm. If if you had a bit of psychology behind it, they're like, "Ooh, okay, hmm. okay, okay." That you know, that makes sense. Ooh, okay, I like how you did that. Ooh, that makes sense. You know. Yeah. But yeah. Mm. What about you? Hmm, I suppose if I'm thinking like annoying or, or disappointed, the thing for me, like if I've watched as a fan, is similar to you in the sense it's a 
like a lack of importance or consequence sometimes to what happens like storyline or <laughs> yeah even like in a story when when there's an instance like or or a big moment a title change or whatever it's like it doesn't doesn't mean that much it's not really a big deal the next week you know or if there's a if there's an angle i've said this to you before that really like i don't know why they stopped doing that but you know like so say somebody comes out for a confrontation yeah there used to there used to be like referees and officials will come and try and stop it oh yeah because like if, again think of it in a real situation or like boxing if people if the two boxers start trying to have a fight at the press conference everyone starts getting involved they still might get a shot in. of course and in wrestling yeah obviously you want them to still do their stuff but like an attack you get an attack after you know somebody will beat somebody up and they'll be beating them up for ages no one's coming out not not just no wrestlers no officials and it's like <laughs> you beat them yeah. up forever and it's like it just feels and also it makes you think well why would the guy stop true why would you like if i if if i hated you and i wanted to hurt you and i'm battering you why would i after a while stop and pose and it's like okay true. we're gonna go off the air like that's enough i've beaten them up enough no mostly we're gonna want to keep going and keep going and keep going and what? the thing that would stop them is that like obviously officials and the police or whatever get involved eventually like, okay <laughs> you need to stop that to me is like it's that thing you know or somewhere who did i see recently i think it was it might have been bianca belair when you were talking about like the build to that and i think it was Sasha like slapped her or something like that and she just yes yeah, like, like cena it's john cena i'll use that as an example similar it reminded me of that so you remember when he teamed with the rock yeah, build up for their match at WrestleMania, and he teamed up with the Rock against Miz and our truth Yeah, and after they won, Rock gave him a rock bottom, and Cena just yeah. scoots out of the ring and 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 on his bum like scoots up the aisle to sit on the ramp and look at him. Yeah, would you do that if somebody <laughs> suddenly like pumped you out? I'm chasing you to the back. You're getting back in there to fight him. Like what the hell? So either stay yeah. laid out or yeah, like don't and yeah, at least. If he'd have rolled out the way like to compose himself and then the referees stop it. You know, like yeah. he said, like to me, it just that that just seems silly. Like you can't it, it just the best that they've done with that is like when they do Goldberg a lot of times. Or Goldberg and Lesnar. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. Oh yeah, but that's like the killer where everybody, like all the wrestlers come out. But even Goldberg yeah. and Lesnar, remember there's like there's crowds of people like, okay, it's gonna get serious. Yeah. We need to, yeah, we need to stop this. That that's how it should be to me. Like you could still get an attack in. But you need to make it look like people actually want to stop it. Oh yeah, like yeah, we see, don't. Again, we're not just letting it go. The key ahead. thing, the, the key thing, what you just said, referees need that. I think, I think, person for the last 20, maybe twenty years, you have referees where they're there, but they, they don't do anything. It's like, oh, stop, mm. stop, 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 and then the rest just push right away and they, they do it anyway. Which is fine, but at least it looks like they're trying to. You know, like that's the thing. Like it, like it matters that this person is going to get hurt. We need to stop this. No, but again. Like with Austin and Tyson, mm. you had you know you had the referees come out there. I think that you know you had you know and you had Tyson people on his side. You had you know McMahon basically kind of in the middle, Briscoe, uh, Briscoe uh, Pritchard, and Pat Pat Patson. Everything it looked like okay, you know what? There's no way you two get each other. There's no way. And again, when Austin pushed him, what happened? What was one of the things I noticed was basically Briscoe holding Austin's foot, his leg, remember? Yeah. Oh yeah. They made, that look they made that look. Yeah. Like yeah, we genuinely need to stop Austin. That's what I'm they, saying. They really, they, I remember that. watching that and thinking, and I think Steve, Steve Austin said it in one of his like uh, video kind of thing. It was like, yeah. And from a KFA point of view, it's like nobody even held him. Like, yeah, everyone's holding me back. It's like I remember watching that yeah. thinking that actually made Austin look better than Tyson because Tyson just yeah. said, Austin's like, I want to kill him. And everyone had yeah. to physically like, oh, hold the ropes, use the leverage to 
That's what I'm saying. Prevent him. It's like, I want to kill you. And Tyson just, oh, I'm just there. It's like yeah. he's not really that bothered where Austin really wants to fight. Yeah. Of, yeah, yeah. They, they definitely protected Austin there, made him look like a killer. Like, uh, I'm a badass. Crazy. I need to be stopped. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Again, things, oh, things like that. Mm. But, but yeah, it's, it's, like, it's referees mm. these days, I feel like, you know, they, it's like they have no authority anyway. Mm. There's no authority in the referee anyway. You don't get suspended. You don't get no, fined, but it, you don't Yeah, get... it just needs to be an illusion. That's the thing. I don't want them to actually stop the attack. They didn't always stop the attack. I mean, you still had attacks back in the day. You know, like even the warrior getting put in a casket by the Undertaker. Yeah, I remember. Like, <laughs> that felt like a big Like people came out after, whoa, what the hell's going on? Yeah, they come out and try and get him out of the casket. It's like, obviously, they didn't expect the Undertaker to come and jump him. So they weren't there at the time. They came out after. And yeah, yeah like, so somebody like comes out, does a run and beat someone up. Eventually, the referees will come out. And try and stop oh, yeah. it, or a wrestler will come out. Yeah, it's like that's fine. So you still get your jump in, but it gives you a reason to stop. Because a lot of times they just do, yeah, it's like it's that thing like, you know, you, you'll come up and you'll take the microphone and you'll insult each other and you're face to face and you're not fighting. Why wouldn't you fight? Why would that person say something to you and then you don't fight? You know, the master the blows. you know who's the master of that? Triple H. Mm. He's the master of that. You know, it's like, <laughs> I know people might say, oh, we're going off a tantrum again, but again, it's our show. We can do it with damn well, please. <laughs> There was the yeah. There was a storyline with, with Randy and Triple H. Triple mm. H, you know, uh, booted Vince in the head. You know, uh, took out Shane, DDT'd in the head, DDT'd, RKO'd, and kissed the man's wife, Stephanie. The man's wife. Yeah. Mm. The storyline is this: what he chased what was it? He chased uh, Cody and Ted uh, to the back. Remember he was such a that? Remember? Yeah. Hit with a sledgehammer, uh, couldn't get to Randy Orton, went to his house, beat him up. Remember mm-hmm. what happened? The police was there. The illusion, okay, the police was there. And one of the things that I loved that what he did, I know people might say it's stupid. He threw him through the window, and what happened? He was still beating him up. Mm. Remember? And remember, the only time he put his hands up was when? When the police literally got right close to him. Remember? Yeah. When they, and I think it was, I think it was maybe a, a roar. And I think. Uh, Randy was talking about how he wants to sue the company. Remember, he wants to sue WWE, second man, mm-hmm. that, yeah? Yeah. And there was a bit where I think Triple H basically came back. And, you know, Randy was basically at mouth and I was saying, oh, I wonder what, you, you know, I wonder what your wife's doing. Um, you know, what I kicked, you know, uh, what was it? Uh, took a, you know, basically put a rat on the ground. And you can see how pissed off he got. And you got like the, you got Ted there, you got Cody here, yeah? you got the police that's ready to go. Remember, mm-hmm. things like that is okay. You know what? If Ted and Cody wasn't there, then yeah. You know, they would have got to place, but again, the storyline behind it, like, okay, if you touch me before WrestleMania, you lose a shot. I mean, things yeah. like that are like... And there's a consequence, that's the thing. So that's yeah. a, there's a reason why they're not coming to blows. It just, but yeah, look, sometimes it just feels far-fetched. If you're not coming to blows and there's no reason, like, no one's there to stop you, there's no consequence, yeah. like, it's not like, like you said, like, you'll lose your shot if you do. But I remember, they yeah. did it with... Um, Triple H and Austin. Remember? No, but yeah, even going back, like so, I think Stone Cold and The Undertaker, like Vince McMahon gave a good reason. Like I don't, uh, want yeah, ruin, yeah. I don't want to ruin my big match at SummerSlam. Like you know, like this is yeah. a blockbuster match. I don't want these two fighting before SummerSlam. Yeah. So he would like he like they were going to come to blow, and they raised the uh, raised the cage. Or some yeah, you know, he's doing some sort of I'm thing to, it. to prevent it. Yeah, like to prevent yeah. them two fighting. And I think that's when he smashed like uh, Mankind's face into the. The still cage match. Yeah, so it's, yeah, it was like he he gave us a logical reason why I don't want these two to fight yet because it's like I want to make money, Moa. Yeah, so of I, course. Will, I will stop them two, but them two want to fight, and it's 
you, yeah, something needs to stop. Something there needs to be a, a reason because otherwise, people it just looks like grandstanding that you come out and you just confront each other and like you just you just look silly. Like the person insults you to your face and you're just looking <laughs> at them. You don't wait until the show goes off the air or <laughs> like until you go to break. Just yeah, yeah, I never like that. That, that jars me a little bit. But it, yeah, it is what it is. Got one more one more question from Alex. Uh, close us out and we'll go to the party shop. He asked, what was, what's your best theme song? <laughs> so it's, it's, it's a mixture between three. The first one was obviously Bright Hearts, you know, the, the, the second version of the Heart Foundation. Mm. So the 90, gosh, what was it? 90... Three ninety three to ninety seven version. So the main one we had the Heart Foundation in ninety seven. That one, mm -hmm. they were version two. Oh, say version three actually because version one was. So Brett, it's really like Brett single. Like the Heart Foundation yeah. was. Yeah, yeah, they had the original one, and then he had a bit of a remix. Remember, remember, he, remember, he took the he took the first one when he went when he went on singles, didn't it? Remember, yeah, the other. He still kept it for a while, yeah. And I think either yeah. I'd say ninety three or ninety four, they they gave him a remix where he went. Yeah. It's funny though, because I actually did like the old one. I, I oh like yeah, one. oh yeah, it was great. I mean, yeah, I, a lot of it is is yeah, it was a it was a good tune, but yeah. I think it it really yeah added that little that bit at the beginning adds adds that. it's a bit like Stone Cold's Last Break. So it's that one. Um, people might laugh at it. Sid Vicious. Is that his WCW one? Yeah, but the earlier one. I like the earlier one. The one that you used to come out to. <laughs> no, no, no. Surprise! No? The one before that. Okay. The one before that. I like mm. the one before that. What in the WWF or or the? He had his w music w was like that in the WWF. Similar, yeah. So before they did the, the, the stupid little psycho symbolisms before that one. Okay. So the one way he had when he fought Hogan, I mean, you know, Oh yes, yeah, so that, that's what I'm talking about. The WWF one. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. One. No, no. No, like the original, yeah, when he came in as the Justice. <coughs> yeah, that's one, mm. yeah. Okay. And um, see, anyone who knows music, you can always tell like the bass of a song. It's like a mm. bass, there's stereo, there's always different things. I remember, gosh, 97. So it was before they basically changed Austin's theme again. Mm. So he had like this, uh, so it would have been from 96 to 97. It mm. was that, it was, but it had like a certain tempo to the song. Mm. And a nice that one, but yeah, it's weird. There was that one, and there's the one in 2000. Mm -hmm. I was gonna say that was the one I was gonna say. That's my the one that stands yeah. out for me the disturbed version. Like, of, yeah, yeah. That, that that's what I was thinking. Like, obviously, I'm very nostalgic for a lot of the old classics. Well, yeah. and I really I love that thing. I mean, Austin's music in general was good, last break, yeah. and then, yeah, that's but that disturbed version. I, I loved that. I even I used to have it as a ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> I remember we used to go to the gym, <laughs> Yeah, I used to listen to that in the gym. That really get me pumped <laughs> on the cardio yeah. and stuff. Like, yeah. Because you're the next one in that with the kill. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I love that. Pumped. So, yeah, that, that stands out to me. I mean, I loved a lot of the old classic themes. Go listen to them you know, now. I was going to say Jeff Church, but I thought, okay, I'll, I'll leave it. I'll leave out. Which one? Dun, 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 the one we started. No, everyone. <laughs> Ain't I great? <laughs> Which one? No, nah, the original, like the original WWF one. Come out oh, no, no, like, no way. With these big hats no and glasses and, and strap. What that, um, that guy's <laughs> just song. 
Like guys or something. No, I'm good. Nah, nah, I'm good. It was the WCA one. Oh, yeah. Wasn't that like a... That was like a cover version of a Kid Rock song, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. I actually like that one, actually. It's quite quite good. But, um, yeah. Actually, you know what? Thinking of another song, I actually like the Triple H song from... Oh, gosh. It was like, I think it was 2000. Literally right in the two thousand, so he had um, he had uh, the motorhead one. He had the one is it is it Dragon Paul did it for two thousand and two in it, yep. WrestleMania eighteen. Was that my time? It, it was like a my time version, but it was like the last one. I think uh, somehow, actually, you know what? Um, so I think perhaps um, you can add it on here. I will find the audio and you can put it basically as part of the part shot. Okay. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. So yeah, you're saying to me. Yeah, I think it, we'll add it. It would be, I think, if I had to pick, it would have been Brett's Brett song. Okay. It would have been Brett. So yeah. Brett between Brett and Austin. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'll do a tie. So it would have been Brett's Brett's uh main theme when he became WF champion and Austin's disturbed one. So yeah. Those two. A lot of love for the disturbed version. Oh yeah. <laughs> As my uncle would say, it's a devil song, but it's all right. Still. <laughs> uh, yeah. Was there any other kind of songs that stood up for you other than Austin's one? Oh, loads. That's the thing. I couldn't really choose. It's just that, that one did really stick with me as, a, like, as, as one of my, not just the wrestling yeah. song I liked, but like, I actually listened to that. <laughs> like, Was you a fan of Paul Holly Oh, I can't really place other than the, other than oh, the, like the opening. Over there. <laughs> other than the opening words. <laughs> I can't really place it. I mean, yeah. Hey, let me know. Hulk Hogan <laughs> song, like, yeah, Real American, that's sick. Yeah. Lots of it. That's the thing. I mean, again, a lot of it brings up nostalgia. Like, uh, yeah, Big Boss Man. Yeah. Oh, all, yeah. All of those. Yeah, I love those. those old. Yeah, yeah, all, all yeah. of like, pretty much any, anything from the old, like, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Late 80s, early 90s, for sure. Yeah. But, lo- uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, loads of them. Loads of them. All, a lot of them, they just fit the character as well. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, even today's ones, I, you know, you've hit, you've heard them too much. They don't stand out as much, but like Randy Orton's song. Which one? The uh, Voices. That's, uh, that's, no, but that's what I'm you've heard it so many times. But first, no, I prefer really, it. Yeah. But is it the, is it Shine the Light? In my light, yes, yeah, in my light. Yeah. Yeah, yeah hey. You don't, yeah, I mean, that happens yeah, a long time. You know, it reminds me of, I mean, what's it, it reminds me of like Hawk Ollie's. How do you like me now? It kind of got that kind of... <laughs> Hey, nothing you can say. It's got that kind of same feel. To yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that, I don't no, there's t- there's tons of great like theme songs. Sure, I or think big shows. <laughs> big shows. <laughs> Again, it, it's it's cheesy, but it's it was yeah, it, yeah. It, it works. It works for him. Yeah, Brock Lesnar. Uh, yeah. There's there's loads of good there's loads of good shit. Goldberg, I like Goldberg. But again, it's what you oh, associate yeah. as well. Like obviously, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a very power. Yeah, there's it's a classical piece, isn't it? Originally a classical piece, like a, a battle march type song yeah. or tune, but it's yeah, yeah, it really fits Goldberg. It's a lot that you just associate with with that wrestler. Like it fits that wrestler, and it just hmm. just yeah, it just stands out. I mean, yeah, loads. It can reel off loads and loads and loads and loads. You know what I find with today's music? Just I think it sounds it sounds bad. People might knock me for it, but go ahead and knock me for it. It's like wrestling. It just feels the same. Nothing feels 
different. It's no, it doesn't feel special. Mm. You know I mean, like every all the music kind of has the same theme, same bass, same kind of flow. It's like, eh, okay, like again, I, I don't know people might mock it, but I, I actually like Seamus's song for quite well. Mm. You know, well, his current one. Yeah, it mm. just it just has a different feel to it. You know, again, again, I love rap. I'm not a big rap fan like I was, you know, 20 years ago, you know, 10, 15 years ago. You know I mean, mm. but all the songs, you know, uh, Bobby Lashley's song, they all have the same feel to it. It's like, well, you know, hip hop, hip hop, hip hop. And you got the rock songs, but then the rock songs don't really have a different feel to it. It's like, eh. Like Seth. So Seth's song is a bit rough. Burn it down. It's like, oh, okay. Finn. Is it Finn Balor's song? Balor mm. or Balor? Balor or Balor? What's the critic? Well, you're, you're part Irish, so you should know. <laughs> Bala. Is it Bala? Bala. 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 I, mean, I don't pronounce all. Bala. 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 Fim Bala. Yeah. Fim Bala. It was this. My dad, you know what? My dad used to laugh at Vincent Man's song. Yeah. That, that's, yeah. That, 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 yeah, but that was, a, that was a catchy tune as well. Yeah. <laughs> and that's still that's the thing. I mean, yeah, a lot of them just invoke that kind of feel. Like, oh, yeah, like it's Vince, or like, oh, the shit's on kind of thing when these people come yeah. out. Like Stone Cold, that's the you say when the glass breaks, that's your ass. Like, oh, yeah. and then one pass. It's how, yeah, it's how you oh, yeah. identify the music. Before we go to the party shot, yeah, remind me, I remember Austin came up one day and I think it was like his glass was supposed to break and only half of it broke. And he kind of nudged that, there was he kind of nudged a little bit just to kind of get the half. Which one was that? Was that ah. WrestleMania anniversaries or when was that? I'm not sure. It could have been. Uh, it, yeah, I think the WrestleMania 13 one that broke completely. Maybe yeah. it'd be something like didn't he? Do, they have it at Survivor Series '97. Did That's they it, there? Yeah. it might have been there. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I think yeah. I can remember what. Yeah, or it could have been um, Highway to Hell with Undertaker, SummerSlam. It might have been. I thought it was quite, I, I can't remember what it was, but I remember watching something. I was like, oh, that's quite crazy. Mm. Like, now you mentioned we it. We know yeah. both are supposed to break. But then it's like only half broke, and he kind of nudges a little bit to kind of get the half. And I thought, yeah. wow, and it looks and it looks yeah, and it looks like that that that's Austin. Like, I don't care, but yeah. <laughs> like budget. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, I remember you said yeah. Now you said that I, I can't place exactly where, but there was a few times he had that glass break, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, Austin, <laughs> just think, Anton, the guy again. We know he wrestled from what? Gosh, eighty nine, ninety. You know, USWA. Memphis, right? Well, Memphis is USWA, sorry. USWA, he did, you know, WCW and everything. But just to think, from 96, 97, we said 97, to 2001 was his peak. Mm. That's mad. Three, four years. That's it. On top. 98 okay. to what, 2001. That's it. Yeah. And then, uh, so what, what, what a four years it was. Yeah, man. It was great. Mm. Apart from losing the cane in, what, in the first two months of your reign. Then, yeah. Right, go back the next day. <laughs> it's a blip. It's a blip. <laughs> As you say, why did why did lose in the first place? <laughs> but yeah, again, I think that's one of the things that I'll, I will never let you live down. The fact that it's like as, as great as he was, his first ring was what ninety one days, so what three months after that, lost to Kane, won it back, lost it what within a couple of months to Kane and Taker. What? Will you say he lost it or what? He what? He yeah, he lost it. Match. Yeah, well, he lost it, but there was a champion crown, didn't it? Yeah, it just took it off of him, and then he yeah. decided which of those two would win it. Yeah, would hold it. But yeah, his reign ended there. Yeah, 
and his longest reign was 2001, six, mm. seven months. To think, Savage, a year. Hogan, four years. You know, Lesnar, what, 500 odd days. CM Punk, 400 odd days. And mm. Stone Cold Steve Austin, you know, the biggest, you arguably the biggest star of all time. Six, nearly, what, seven months, if that. That's shit. No comeback? Well, we had a comeback on a previous episode. Yeah, I know. So, yeah, I, I won't rehash. Okay. But yes, it is now time for the part show. Excuse me while I blow my nose. <laughs> You're excused. So, we are now coming to the end of lockdown, yeah? Mm-hmm. April 12th. The shops are open up, most of it. So we can now go barbers, we can now go and buy clothes, games, majority. So the only thing that's not going to be open will be the cinema, will be the swimming pools, things like that. My, see, people might say, why is it a party shop? My thing is this. Again, we have a lot of people who don't believe that the coronavirus is even real. You have a lot of people who don't even, you know, don't even trust the government. Fair enough. I, again, I have my own issues with the government, you know. But when we think about the coronavirus, a lot of times we wear masks not to protect ourselves, but protect others. All right, Adon? Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it is, but, you know, when they temporarily opened it up back up before what happened, the numbers uh, rose significantly again. Why? Because people wasn't respecting it, yeah. They've already stated that in Kent, there's uh, there's the Brazilian variant already there in Kent already, yeah. And as you know, Brazil, is it Brazil, India, and America are the three most affected countries in the world um, in terms of deaths for the coronavirus, yeah. And I don't know what it is. Ignorance is bliss, of course. Ignorance isn't good. But I feel a lot of people know the consequences, but I still feel they're going to do it. And I think with this third, with this uh, Brazilian variant, even there, it, you know, being in England, I just think that the way people are at this point, they're, they're going to push back in the lockdown again. Because they've already talked about how, you know, there's already a third wave on its way. And I feel like people aren't going to respect it. Mm. You know? And I'm thinking, you know what, we've waited, what, months? We've been in a whole month. I know I have. Again, I've enjoyed the time off. Here, but again, I need to get back out there. Just like mm. you and everybody else does, and to be honest, I don't want, I don't want people who are conspiracy theorists. Oh, you know, it's it's their way of you know controlling us. Yes, it possibly is that. And again, they probably listen to us now. You probably are trying to control us. You probably are trying to dictate where we are going to. Hence, why, um, as um, as Santos stated before, and as most most of you know, if we don't get the uh, if we don't get the chip, gosh, see, I'm not giving it to the conspiracy jab. If we don't get the jab, hence the chip. If you don't get the jab, then you can't you can't fly to the states. For someone like me, that affects me. You know, it affects me because I, you know, what I mean, I've I've got family members there. I need to be able to travel there. But then it's like, well, if I don't get the jab, then I'm theoretically not allowed there. But then it's like, well, if for example, if I don't believe in uh, taking, for example, modern medicine, or, or let's say again, it's not my religious belief, but let's say you have like Mormons or people who don't believe Jehovah's Witnesses, you don't they don't believe in taking all these things. What do they do? You know, mm. and I don't know. It's it, it's that thing of where I just feel enjoy it while we can. 
because I do believe that there's, there's so much idiots out there. They're going to ruin it for us. And then we're going to be back in a, in a third lockdown. Well, third, gosh, third, fourth lockdown again. Because this third, this, uh, this Brazilian variant is going to go so crazy and ruin it for all of us. You know what I mean? Mm. So, I don't know. That's what it, it annoys me because I know already people are so ignorant. They're so uh, distrust, uh, distrustful of everything. So they're going to go back out there. You watch, you watch Antoine. People, all of you are listening to me. Listen to me now. You watch the amount of people even now that's not wearing masks. When I go for runs in the morning, six o'clock in the morning, I have my mask literally right under my lip, mm. and not because oh, um, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be defiant. No, but right now, straight, I got a chest infection. I'll be real, I got a chest infection. I got a blocked nose, so I can barely breathe my nose. So I'm running at six in the morning when no one's around to get fresh air, to get my exercise. But I know that um, when I've gone out and bought my dog and I'm wearing my mask, there's people not wearing a mask in the street. There are people that are not wearing masks in the shops. Just imagine mm. now when the, the lockdown ends, what's going to happen? Yeah. <sighs> not good. Not good. You know, disres- people, you know, people disrespect the law, people disrespect authority. No wonder why this country is, you know, this country is in a situation it is now. And people might say, oh, well, you know, it's about freedom. You give too much people, you give too much people freedom, they take advantage of it. I know some people might say, oh, you know, do you want to be like North Korea? No, I don't want to be like North Korea. I don't want to be like the people's Republic of China. Ah. But I don't want to be like them, but I can understand why they do certain things. Look, wait, again, from where I'm from, in like Guyana, in Ghana, in Nigeria, you do certain things, mate, you'll get locked up. You do certain things, the police will deal with you on the street. But again, it's if you do things to break the law. In this country, Again, like you said, there are people who are walking around. There's videos. The people who are walking around with no mask, and then when they're being asked, you know, do you have a, um, do you have something to show for it? No, disrespect from the police, disrespecting people, sneezing, coughing, spitting at people. Come on, people, use your heads. Yes, the mask isn't for you. It's not for me. It's to protect other people. We're coming out of lockdown. Look, be smart. Be wise and believe me. Before you know it, you'll be able to go out to you'll be, you'll be able to go out to cinemas, you'll be able to go to plays, sports events, music events, fly to other countries. Yeah, but if you guys don't listen, if you guys keep just fighting against the system, yes, the system is flawed. But use your brain. You can work around it. Use your brain, Mister Clean. That's my parting shot. That's what I got to say. Take us out. Well, me again, is it? You're giving, up, you're giving up your closing. I'm going to start making all you right, intro. Still, I'm going to make you intro. That's right. All you people out there, I was trying to be slick and throw it back to him so he can give us a quick one, but you know what? I'm going to roll it back to me because old, old big head, old, 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 old flat foot, Mr. Clean, doesn't know how to end us out. Everybody, be smart, be well. If you've got any comments, you've got the business on Facebook, you've got Mr. Clean on Instagram, you've got myself on Instagram, you got us on Twitter. So that's message. If you don't like what we're going to say, you can stuff it. But if you love us, we're, we're here for you. Don't stuff peace, it. Peace and don't stuff it. We're out. It's time to play the game. Put your money on the table. Put